Greetings, this is Cascade from Tepsi Yavin 4 of the Sigma Nation Cluster, and you are listening to the Escape Pod. One, two, three, four, cast. This show was recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. Take it away, boys. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Are you rested and refreshed, Paul? Well, for the most part, I enjoyed a chance to see my favorite team play in my hometown. One of those sports balls things, is it? Yeah, yeah, but... Of all weeks to take off, we picked a pretty interesting one. Yes, the uh, the Poduans have uh, not heard both our takes on Datacrons just yet, have they? No, no, but if they tuned into GA Center last week, I understand you gave them quite a preview. We will talk about that, Paul. No burying the lead now. All right, not a problem. We also saw the introduction of Admiral Radis to the game. As always, we'll talk about the kit, and then Thad will talk about the inspiration in the kit. I also think some speculation in what it means to the game is in order. Just no crackpot theories, please. (laughs) Don't worry. We leave that to the Mike Zero of Swaga, Thaddeus. Uh, How about our guest this week, Paul? Someone uh, I don't think you expected. I actually did not, uh, but I'm absolutely glad to have him on the show, man. The hollow table hall bouncer himself, Free88, joins us. Yeah, but I hope he leaves that skiff of his at home. I don't want to worry about being an accomplice. The latest and shocking episode of Dickie and the Noob this week. With Patreon's choice back on the bridge. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul. Paul, it's been two weeks. How's it been? <laughs> I got to relax last week. Um, the Florida Marlins only come to town. Only they're in the what's called the American League, or they're they're in the National League, and the Astros oh, okay. are now in the American League. And the Na- American League West doesn't play the National League East that often. And even right, then, okay. it's a whole. It's only one series, so you have to wait until the next series for the team to be home. The Marlins were in town, and I went, and damn it, I had fun. Right, you see, all I heard was sports ball, 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 sports ball. Hey, Neil, the World Cup's coming to Houston. Huh? 
The World Cup is coming that? to Houston. What are you talking about? And Kansas City. What hey, you thank you, about? Bob. <laughs> the World Cup. You know what that is? It's where they run around yeah. and kick a little ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming to the U.S. All, all, North America. When did you? What the hell? When did you get a bid in for that? Twenty twenty in twenty twenty eight. North America got the World Cup. What? How the hell? How? Why is the World Cup coming to the United States of America? You suck at the game. Oh, is it is it North America or is it? It's Canada, North America. USA, Mexico. It's Canada. Well, Canada, USA, Mexico are yeah, the ones ah, that have the ah, have the cities. Yeah, no, no, no. That explains it. Yeah, no, no, no. That explains it. Well, aside from Canada and you, Mexico, yeah, big in Mexico. You know, they 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 love their football. So, uh, but yeah, no, I that, uh, yeah, no, just 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 no. Anyway, oh oh oh, 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 just quickly on the what? subject on the subject quickly on the subject of the World Cup. Um, it's not just England that are going to kick your ass. Because Wales was the last qualifying team, and they're in our group, so okay. you've got two UK nations that are going to kick your ass. You you are aware that it's not this year; it's next. It's the next one in twenty twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's okay, twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Thank you, thank you. Yes, the, that's yeah, exactly what we use Bob for correcting me when yeah, I'm no, no. wrong. Exactly. No, no, no. The, the 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 World Cup that's at the end of this year is in uh, Qatar. The yes. one that I'm boycotting. Yes. With the exception, with the exception of the USA England match. No. Then and then I'm then also you're like gonna, I'm also gonna... okay. Then Neil, that's like saying, oh, I, I'm I'm boycotting I'm boycotting meat except for steak. Well, no, because if you were saying I'm boycotting something except for steak, then you're eating steak all the time. I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting the entire thing, um, except for England USA, because my neighbour wants to. That my neighbour wants to. No, no. He, here's the thing. My neighbour is going to be putting the match on their big screen on the side of their garage. So I, I'm just gonna. I just happen to be in their in their garden Bull drinking crap. beer. While it's on, so, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, yes. But I won't be merching or anything like that, and I'll I'll do everything else. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. So what, what, you really are going to get your asses out of the team in the World Cup. Okay, Bob, can you? What's the word that I'm looking for here? What is what is Neil doing? Saying he's boycotting it except for this one thing. What is that called? Um, hypocrite or condescending? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should we not make condescending? I, I will not be. Mind. I will. I will not be tuning into. Uh, I will not be tuning in, in tuning because into NBC because it'll probably be on at NBC. Probably be on NBC. Okay, what we're gonna do? Since we got a lot to talk about. Oh yeah! Hell yeah, we do. Um, I'm going to put up a 10-minute poll. Is Neil a hypocrite about the World Cup? Yes or no? Oh, yeah, no. I'm, 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 I'm admitting it. I was going to just boycott the entire thing. I didn't care. Wasn't going to watch it. I was boycotting the entire thing for reasons already explained on a previous, uh, a previous match. But then somebody said that the USA was going to be playing England. 
Um, and I mentioned, like I said, I mentioned that to the neighbours and they're like, oh, you know, we'll do a cook-off and, you know, we'll put it up on the big screen on the side of the garage and we'll have a few beers. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you, you may beat me at a cook-off, but we're going to kick your ass in the football. So, uh, yeah. There, my uh, lights were a bit different this week. So, all right. Um, wow, a lot. I mean, we got the title update. We got Radis. Where are we starting? Uh, I mean, we the, we got the new UI, the new menu for the store as well. It kind of looks weird. I love it. But they, 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 I mean, they obviously did it. They obviously um, did that because it's similar to the UI for the, um, you know, for characters and ships. You know, you open it up and everything's down the left-hand side and then everything's off to the right and you select what it is. So they, they've done the store very much, very, you know, very similarly to that now, haven't they? So um, uh, it, it's good. What, what it means is that they can, they can just keep adding things down the left-hand side now. They, just, they can just keep adding stores. Um, Thank you, so, Cass, for yeah. the 100 bits. We'll see if they do that. Yes, to commission. You you can vote vote as many times as you like. I'm, yeah, I I I'm happy. <laughs> See, uh, uh, while 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 you know while I, obviously I'll be boycotting everything else except that match. You know I'll be you know highlighting you know the reasons why everybody else should be doing the exact same thing. You know, so I, I I'm I'm not um uh, uh beyond reproach when it comes to um uh, hypocrisy. We're all hypocrites. <laughs> um, the 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 trick that you see the trick is to not be a hypocrite and not deny it. And I'm not denying my hypocrisy. You know that you know I'm a good hypocrite because at least I'm admitting it and owning it. Whereas you know you get the hypocrites that are hypocrites, but you know flatly refuse to admit that they are. So 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 what are what are we covering first? The the store uh, story work. Thank you very much, Sephiranus, for gifting a sub to Flair. Um, yeah, no, we can talk about. I mean, there's not really that much to talk about. Other, it's a new menu and it it looks it looks good. It it it's good. I think you know instead of instead of selecting your store along the top. Right, um, and you, it tells you, you what the store the is about. You select it down the left hand side. Yeah, um, instead of just obvious... an icon, you t mm -hmm. you find you tells you what the store is. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong that you you obviously with with that new store with that new layout for the store, they've also added the um, they've changed the uh, uh, the the mod store so that you can actually you know see the stats. <laughs> You could see the stats of the mod. Um, you don't have to s tap on the mod in order to see what the stats are. You can see the stats um, without having to uh, open it up, you know, saving you milliseconds. <laughs> it actually saves me some time and, and reminds me to buy them more often. I have found myself remembering to check that store more often now that I don't have mm -hmm. to finagle around with it. Yeah, yeah, you can just select it and scroll up for secondary speed straight away can't you it, it, hey i'm i'm not arguing i mean it's useful i mean when they first put it out you couldn't see what the mod was so you still had to tap on it the other way around so yeah you could see the stats but you didn't know what the mod was <laughs> now obviously you know they did the hot fix and fix that why is everybody still not up in arms because there's crystals at the top of the original store why don't why aren't there any more pitchforks 
That's what I want to know. Because people have got um, more uh, important things to be pissed off and angry about. That's why. There are more important things to be angry and pissed off for. Definitely. All right. Elephant in the room or the or the uh, fish in the room? Which one do we start with? Let's go. Let's go for the. Uh, let's go for the fish in the room first. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go for the sea creature in the room first because we'll be spending an awful lot of time on the elephant in the room. All right. Uh, other than that, um, we have soft locks that came back. There was a granted ability with the Inquisitorious Assault battle that was having problems. So that was good. That was that was a good addition. You know, a, a, a new assault battle. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, it sucks that it's the it sucks that it you, it's inquisitors. <laughs> um, it sucks that it's just inquisitors, which I I which kind of bugs. I mean, isn't correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the only one? Because most most assault battles seem to double up. You know, like it's the uh, only Knight one Sist- that current- sisters or it's the only one that currently has only one. Yes. Yeah, because mo- mo- you know you've got like um, Bounty Hunters and Empire, or or or, or Phoenix, or Knights. You know, this, it, like mo- most of the assault battles double up like with two factions. So I-, I think it's a little bit sucky that they only did the Inquisitor. I mean, they could have they could have made it Bad Batch and Inquisitors. You know, gone for two of the most recent factions just to kind of keep it even. You know, keep an even keel on it. Um, but then obviously they wouldn't make their money because they're trying to force people to upgrade the inquisitors so that they can do that assault battle if they made it bad batch and inquisitors people that already have the bad batch might be less inclined to you know spend in order to upgrade the inquisitors so uh but hopefully hopefully they'll add a second faction to that i'm not holding my breath though i i don't think they're going to but they may they very well may but what would make sense to go in that, uh, as as the choice, I mean, I can understand Empire versus the uh, versus the Ewoks, droids versus Ewoks. Eh. There's Phoenix or Night Sisters versus Sith. Yeah, well, that like I said, Bad Batch. I think Bad Batch would be the perfect second. I think Bad Batch. I think Bad Batch would be a good second. And here's the thing: I don't have Bad Batch on any of my accounts, so I mean, I still wouldn't be able to do the assault battles. I just think it would be, you know, it's a faction that isn't really um, represented specifically, you know, um, because you've got that there is a there is one that's Galactic Republic. That actually, yeah, I suppose because there is a Galactic Republic, you could use the Bad Batch on yeah. that. So, um, but honestly, there's only really, as Wolfell says in the chat, there's only really one usable team in each of those darn things that to to well, complete I mean, them. It de- depends how much of a kraken you are. <laughs> it really, I mean, it depends on how much of a kraken you are. I mean, we all know that the Night Sister one's a pain in the ass because nobody can do tier three, um, and nobody's prepared to go, you know, relic nine. No, no one's no one's ever going to go all relic nine phoenix in order to do that tier three. I mean, it still is probably not it. able to be done. It's probably still not doable either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, we're we're going to go into the kits uh, later on. Thaddeus will talk about the inspiration. 
um, behind each of the things. But Admiral Radis is a light side support leader rebel, and he has the Rogue One tag. But you still, but you can't use him in the Rogue One mission on uh, light side Hoth TB. They forgot to put him as an allowable character. <laughs> yeah. Um, which they should, pro they probably should do because there's probably some lo new low and mid-level, mid-tier mid players that, you know, now have him that have taken him straight away that would, you know, appreciate being able to use him in, you know, on Hoth. Yeah. We just have to wait and see. So his base... They'll, they'll, they'll update it. They always update that TB stuff, don't they? Sometimes. They still haven't done what we asked. Basic uh, for Admiral <laughs> Radis is a protective shot deal special damage to the target enemy and grant the weakest ally protection up at a cost of 20% for two turns. A healing okay, basic that is also, also offensive. Not, uh, not a bad basic. Special one, cooldown of six, has a Zeta. It's called Inspiring Maneuver. All rebel allies gain protection up at the tune of 50% for two turns and recover 35% max protection. So not just 35% of what was there at first, but because they have an additional 50% of max protection, that can get a good chunk of health back. All ally tanks gain taunt for two turns, so you force taunt all of your tank characters. Rogue One allies gain Spark of re uh, Rebellion for three turns. By the way, 110 votes um, that uh, at 99% says, yes, you are a hypocrite. <laughs> well, I, al I already admitted I know, to I, it. I still had to run the poll. I don't need a poll to tell me that I'm a hypocrite regarding this issue. All right. Um, all Rogue One allies gain Spark of Rebellion, and uh, we'll get into that. It can't be copied and call all Rogue One allies to assist. If the enemy is dark side and debuffed, increase their cooldowns by one, excluding Galactic Legends. If all allies are Rogue One, reduce cooldown of Inspiring Maneuver by two, so it then becomes a cooldown of four if you're taking it into a full Rogue One team. Uh, Spark of Rebellion is that everyone will gain 40% offense and 30 speed. When the character attacks, recover 20% health and protection. Empire enemies defeated by this character when the buff is active can't be revived. Right there. Is that a moth? Is that a Iden Verso killer? Um, I mean, it could be. I'm not sure. Uh, I think the, I mean, um, the Grand Admiral Arnold has been doing some testing with it, but I haven't been watching. Uh, I haven't watched any of that content because I, I, I have no interest in the character, so I don't know what he has or has not been testing that character with. Yeah. Uh, and also, by the way, if it's dispelled, that character will then gain 40% turn meter, 5% upload progress, and they get 50% protection up for two turns. So. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it sounds like 
the um i mean it does sound like the um the constant stream of buffs that he's getting and that the squad is getting could be what's necessary and what's needed to uh, to take out and you know to counter an iden team um but obviously now you know in order to you know in order for it to function correctly to do that it probably still need to be around the same relic levels as the team it's going up against. I don't think this is uh, like an Imperial Trooper situation where you can take the Imperial Troopers at gear 11 and and smash like Relic Geos and Relic Knight Sisters. I don't quite think you'd be... You'd probably still have to throw some Relic levels on that on that Rogue One squad um, because the, the, from, from what I've seen, there still needs to be that survivability within the squad that only comes from relic them, you know, relicking them so that, you know, the health and the protections there so that the squad survives long enough to start, you know, rocking all the buffs. Especially with that Zeta on Bodhi Rook. Just saying. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Blue Squadron air support is his second special with a cooldown of three. It dispels all debuffs from all light side allies. So it's a mass cleanse mm -hmm. with only a cooldown of three. Deal special damage to all enemies. If Radis is in the leader slot, then gain 5% upload progress. And if this ability defeats an enemy, gain an additional 8% upload progress. We're going to be getting to that upload thing here in a moment. Not a bad, uh, not a bad second special. Cleanse and advance your, your FU button. Mm-hmm. The leader for him has an Omicron. For each Rogue One ally at the start of battle, Rogue One allies gain 10% health, 12% potency, 8% speed, and 12% tenacity. So if you have five, because remember, he is an ally to himself. Does not say all other allies. That would be 50% health. 60% potency, a total of eight, uh, 40 speed, and 60% more tenacity. That's a huge chunk, Neil, especially mm -hmm. that yeah. 40 speed. Yeah, the, 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 the extra speed and the tenacity is going to be so useful, especially uh, um, against squads that you know either attempt to cleanse or apply debuffs. If a Rogue One ally, uh, oh, and also when an Empire enemy gains bonus turn meter, they get dazed for two turns. Okay. And that ability cannot, and that debuff cannot be resisted. If a Rogue One ally is critically hit by an enemy, the enemy gains exposed for two turns. So if they critically hit anybody. K2SO, he gets exposed, and then K2SO comes along and punches him in the face. Yeah. Well, puts his shoulder in. Yeah, puts his shoulder in. <laughs> puts his shoulder in. When you're in Grand Arena, Rogue One allies gain 40% max protection. At the start of battle, all Rogue One allies gains, gain the Spark of Rebellion buff already for three turns. And when it's dispelled... They gain critical chance, critical damage, defense, health, offense, potency, protection, all of them up for two turns. 
this is a kit that plays very well into players like Fatal, who who crunch every single one of those numbers. Yeah. He is a number cruncher. When it comes to theory crafting, he is a number cruncher. Yeah. He has a unique um called Transmission from Scarif. Simply Admiral Radis gains 30% defense and 40% tenacity. That's all it says. <laughs> but then there's more caveats. If Jin Urso <laughs> is an ally, she gains Sparker Rebellion at the start of the encounter. And when she loses it, she gains it back for three turns. So she will always have Sparker Rebellion. <laughs> Why? That's got to be the most pointless thing. Just say Spark of Rebellion permanently stays on. It's like, oh, she gets it, but if she loses it, she gets it. So just say that she gets that she's permanently got it. You know, why make two things? She gets it, but when she loses it, she gets it back. It's like, just say if Jin Erso is an ally, she permanently has Spark. Oh, God. That's like extra lines for the sake Here, of here's, extra lines. Here's why. There's I, there's um, abilities that count if you dispel a buff, right? Mm -hmm. For each for each buff dispelled in this way, it then calculates into that. If it's a permanent, okay. it can't be dispelled. Know what I mean? So yeah, it, yeah, no, it's uh, it's not <clears throat> breaking um, that. Uh, yeah, Roka, Roka says it in chat. Losing it triggers stuff. Yeah. So, uh, where was I here? While Admiral Radis is alive, Jin Ursu can't be defeated. If Radis is in the leader slot, he gains the granted ability Hope. Admiral Radis gains 1% upload for each detrimental effect resisted by a Rogue One ally. Whenever an ally deals damage to an enemy with Expose... 1% upload. Progress for each stack of Expose. 1% um, upload progress for each stack of Expose on the enemy. Whenever a Rogue One ally uses a special ability, he'll gain 2% upload. When Urso uses a basic or special, just any ability, no, correction, can't be done if it's a granted ability. So that's why it says basic or special, even though there's only basic or special in the base game. Uh, he gains 5% upload progress. At 100%, he gains a bonus turn. So he immediately gets a turn when it hits 100%. And he can only use this once per battle. Revive all allies. All allies recover 100% health and protection. So you revive them at full. Deal true damage to all enemies. And inflict protection disruption and healing immunity for four turns that can't be dispelled, evaded, or resisted. Hmm. So, I mean, it all sounds good. It's all good. I mean, of course, um, uh, it should. I mean, there should be a caveat at the bottom of everything. You know, if Radis is the, uh, you know, if Radis is the leader and they face the Empire, they all instantly die. You know, and it should be a Death Star just popping up at the back 
that wipes them all out, you know? So, you know, this squad does not work against Empire, you know, instantly, instantly kill. No, no, no. You know, it's now, sticking Neil, with the movie. Mike. Neil? Yeah. It has to be against Director Krennic. Yeah. As long as, as long as Director Krennic, uh, Def Trooper, um, uh, Shaw Trooper, um, what are the, are there any other characters from, Dark Side characters from Rogue One? I cannot It's just think. those three, isn't it? It's just Krennic, da, uh, Krennic, Def Trooper, and Shaw Trooper, isn't it? Trooper. Yeah. Yeah. So if Empire Squad contains those three, instantly defeat Rogue One Squad. In- instantly defeat Rogue One Squad with um with Radis and Jin or so. <laughs> yeah. Uh Cascade says, so what GL could we get that would make getting Radis to seven star quickly? Um Galen Urso? I don't know. Um I don't know, another layer. Another layer. I mean, we've got we've got Princess Leia, so Plans Leia, Tantive Four Leia. Well, I mean, they could just they, they, well, I mean, they could just go Leia, uh, um, Leia Organa. Because the thing is, they'd have. Oh, there you I mean, go. There you go. Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera doesn't deserve GL status. Saw Gerrera doesn't even deserve legendary status. I, I, I'll be, don't get me wrong. I'd be happy to see him in the game but he's a marquee character he's not he's not legendary or gl status if we he's, get, he's a marquee status character if we get saw guerrera before hondo oh <gasps> i'm done i just had a thought oh we could how about how about this how about bail organa that could work he was in the movie We've seen, you know, we've seen more of Hondo than we have Bale. I'm just going to say that. There has been more screen time with Hondo than Bale. Yeah, but Bale's more, you know, instrumental in the, you know, within the rebellion. You know, Hondo plays both sides, you know. He swings both ways, light side and dark side. I, I have no problem with that. Coming up, we talk about Datacrons. We'll be right back after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. 
Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast. Welcome into the Patreon leaderboard brought to you by the Patreons of the escape podcast. Are you not a streamer, but would love to see your name on some Patreon uh, GAC leaderboards, just like content creators on G center sign up at patreon.com slash the escape pod at the Kyber combatant level or higher. And we would love to include you next uh, sign up deadline for the next board is next week. So do not miss it. If you want to be part of it, let's go ahead and get to the boards. Taking a look at D who apparently I found out moved for the past two weeks. So that's why he has not been joining Dr. Jojo, one of our top tier guys who's uh, battling up for the top two and one 53 56 in banners, 51 wins, 16 losses, 16 holds. He says 2-1 this week was actually a well-earned 2-1. First match versus a guy 1 million higher, but he had better mods. Jojo did. He couldn't clear the other guy. My JML on the back wall while he full cleared him. Second match, 1.5 mil GP higher. 13 relic nines versus Jojo's one. And he left all three... GL standing on the back wall while he probably got the highest score of all 3v3. And then round three, he was lower by only one mil, lower Omicrons, lower relics, but most importantly, he was outmodded. He goes hard on the back wall, though he tried trapping him with five GLs on the front, and he full cleared him, and JoJo could not. Nice job, JoJo. Four strong goes two and one, 26 83. For his banners, 26 wins, 2 losses, and 16 holds. Hot Sauce goes 3-0 with 6,034 banners, 54 wins, 5 losses, 14 holds. Not a shabby uh, week for Hot Sauce. And then finally, Sephiranus on the final week of the last GAC did not sign up. And he said, we are worms, worthless worms. The final boards. Congratulations goes out to back to back champ. Hot sauce goes nine and three. His season banner total. If he would not have uh went three and oh, Dr. Jojo would have been the champion because Dr. Jojo was ahead by almost two hundred and fifty banners. But Dr. Joe goes oh, goes eight and four, four strong goes six and six, Sephiranus at three and nine. And then D at 1 and 11. But he's back. And he's looking to make his name known on that leaderboard. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for all the support you guys have shown us. We would love to see more of you on the Patreon board. Or even just the Patreon crawl at the beginning of the 
of every single episode at the end of every single episode. But nonetheless, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Go to patreon.com slash the escape pod and support the show. We'll see you in two weeks when we get another GA Center Patreon leaderboard started up. And it's only going to be nine weeks or nine battles because only three weeks of the future. Till then, be nice to each other, damn it. Just a moment. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506th Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds. We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the chain gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees hashtag 7465 or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You know what we're going to talk about now. Um, I, I have talked about it. I have ranted and raved about it. But, you have. Uh, you know, yeah. And, and, and now here comes some more. Yes. With kind of an ultimate, with kind of a, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it because. Yeah, we'll get into it. Oh, yeah. You're going to say something you told me that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be surprised by. I yeah, yeah. look forward to seeing what it is here. Datacrons. Yeah. They're here. They're um, here. Uh, they were announced last week. We now knew we that actually... They were, we knew that they were coming because of the, you know, because of the leak. I just, I, I, I must admit, I wasn't expecting them to come this soon after the leak. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, uh, but the, they're here. They arrived. It's out there. It's out there. They have to get it out. You know, yeah. here it is. You know. You guys, you guys complained about it. Here it is in all, all, you know, all its glory. And now, instead of them fine-tuning it with a well-trained beta program, with the exception of the douche who leaked it all, we get to beta test it for them in a live yeah. environment. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, which, which, you son yeah. of a bitch. I'm sorry. Which, I, 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 I'm not going to hold back in saying that. Yeah, which which sucks even more because we know that if a datacron is broken, we're stuck with it for the full ninety day cycle. Because Crum said, if something, oh, you know, you know, we won't change it. We'll just wait for it to get phased out. So if you stump up the thousands and thousands, literally thousands and thousands of crystals in order to work hard on a datacron and it breaks or doesn't function as intended tough like seriously tough and if it's too powerful with it until it runs out and if it's too powerful you're gonna lose it in 90 days uh, yep exactly if, if it's like you know the bee's knees if you get one of those you know an awesome datacron that you stick on one team and nobody can beat that team it's like hey just you know 
wash your hands. You don't need to do, you don't even need to try on GAC. You just need to put that on defense and defeat more, you know, three territory, you know, beat enough. You know, I mean, if you can get two, even better, you know, if you can get two Datacrons that are like the bee's knees, just put one in the front, you know, one in door in front of door number one, one in front of door number two. You don't even need to try. Don't put even need to put anything enough. behind it. <laughs> don't even need to don't need to put anything behind it. Just put absolute trash around it and then, you know, wipe the floor with your opponent. Unless, of course, you then come up against somebody else that has two datacrons that makes two squads impossible to beat. I mean, oh, I mean, I'm so, so looking forward. To, the, to you know, to hearing about those matches where you know two competitors have two teams that simply cannot be defeated because of the two datacrons on those teams, and yeah, I mean, sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like so much fun. Oh man, so much fun. And 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 my sarcasm detector is off the rails. Yeah, I, I, no, really. No, 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 no sarcasm here. Right. Uh, no sarcasm here at all. I mean, it's not like a year ago, right? It's not like a year ago. Um, a bunch of characters got nerfed, you know, um, for good reason, you know, for legitimate reasons by CG. It's like, hey, guys, we've got to nerf these characters because we need balance. Balance. So, you know, we're going to take that away from War, and we're going to take that away from Vader because we need balance in Grand Arena, you know? Quote, unquote. Um, the general structure around Datacrons and why they are the culmination of how we've been approaching the game for the last few years. That's quote, unquote, from, uh, from Crumb. Crumb wrote this, wrote ahead. Under under orders. This is this is not this is not Crumb doing this is Crumb's not doing any of this. Crumb is the poor bust that is getting all the grief because it's like you know the the, the, the hierarchy at CG says we're doing this. Crumb, go tell the community. I'd hate to be Crumb right now. I'd also hate to be the new. You, do you, I mean, they're looking for a new community manager right now. Can you imagine the grief a new community manager would get if they came to the game right now? You know, because it's not the hierarchy that gets the direct crap from the community. It's Crumb and the community manager. Let's, they're not the ones in control. They're be, the ones that are simply pushing it out. Let's be frank really quick, Neil. Is this why Doja left? Um... Do you think that uh, Doja went looking when he saw this? And he thought, oh, God, I'm not, I, there's no way I'm taking this crap. So <laughs> let me go find another job. So I'm going to, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't need this crap. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting a family and I don't need this crap. See you later. And, you know, he buggers off. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, he could have argued that, you know, no, that, you know, we can't bring this to the game. This is totally going to screw things up. And, you know, I'm not going to be your mouthpiece um, for something that I disagree with. And, you know, he, he did the moral and ethical thing. And it's like, right, well, you know, I disagree with what you're doing. So I'm leaving. Goodbye. Could, it could be. I mean, we'll never know. It's pure speculation, like wild speculation. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, no, that what you just said there from Crumb, 
um, completely negates the whole thing from 12 months ago about, oh, we have to do this in order to create balance. Datacrons does not create balance. It creates massive, wild imbalances, like huge, massive, wild imbalances, because we all know that these Datacrons are just going to get dumped on GLs. Those people that have GLs. We haven't even gotten into the meat of this yet. No, we haven't. (laughs) Note note the words. We'll talk about the initial exhibition experience and the first couple runs where we will be experimenting and gathering feedback. That is another quote from the article. This is an exhibition? Then why are they making making us pay for it? Uh, Yeah, Mm. exactly. Yeah. If, If we are the beta testers, we shouldn't have to pay for this crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they they need they, they they have to, you know. I mean, they have to make everybody pay for it. But, you know, how would they get, uh, you know, how would they get accurate metrics? You know, if people are, you know, if if they're not squeezing money out of the whales and the krakens, how would they get legitimately accurate metrics with which to move forward? They yeah, and Stevie uh, Stevie says we are the beta testers. We are now, and he says it. Bait uh, testers, by the way, B-A-I-T. All right. Uh, Datacrons are intended to be a way to temporarily raise the power level and usefulness of a wider set of squads without disrupting the long-term investment goals, which are Journey Guide, Galactic you, Legends, et cetera. You, are you, are you, where are you, what are you reading from right I'm now? reading from the road ahead. Oh, God, that, that huge long thing? I, I'm, 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 I'm going over... And, and oh, you're cherry picking the, the quotes. I'm cherry picking oh, the yeah, quotes good, good. here because we really don't want to put everybody to sleep, you no. know, because this got to be one of the dullest, most boring roadheads. I think I fell asleep halfway through and then never bothered with the second half. There was nothing exciting in it, Neil. No, there wasn't. There wasn't a, it was a snooze thing. fest. I mean, we could have gotten a kit for Malgus. We couldn't have, or we got the kit for Malgus. We could have gotten a kit for the Grand Inquisitor in the road ahead. That would have at least been freaking exciting. Yeah. Pe- people could have been like, ooh, okay. Okay. You piqued my interest. I will take my Inquisitors to Relic, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't. Exactly. So a Datacron goes level one, level two. Both of those are bonus stats, then a bonus mechanic. Bonus stat, bonus stat, mechanic for a specific faction. Bonus stat, bonus stat. Let's make this. And level nine makes a character be let's an make fu this character like the you know let let's let's make a te- let's make a, a a character temporarily gl ish or yeah. legendary ish unless it's already a gl in which case it just makes it a gl on steroids like the ray or the J- i doubt yeah. they're gonna put i doubt they're gonna do a gl specific datacron they have. JM, J- JMK and Ray are they, they on are, that list. I, didn't, I did not look at that yet. <laughs> yeah. Great. Fun. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. So much fun. Because I got to the character-specific bonuses, Ayla Sakura and Mother Talzin. It, each set, each Datacron takes its own specific gear to level up. I know you had a problem with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a, yeah, I, I, I have a major issue with that. I, you know, because I didn't get to that part of the post because I fell asleep. 
Um, I didn't get to the part where it says each set requires its oh, requires us to either earn, win, or pay for the resource materials to upgrade said set. So this set that's out at the moment requires acumen and something else beginning with A. And when they release set two, it will require something, you know, that, that, that thing that was called acumen is then called something with beginning with B. And the material to re-roll is called something with B. So I'm guessing that set three um, is going to be, you know, imaginative and it's going to be something beginning with, no, it's going to be something beginning with C. So uh, <laughs> someone who's, someone who's uh, free to play or doesn't have the resources to pump thousands of crystals into one single datacron, I, I was thinking, oh, well, okay. So my set one might not be that good. I could, you know, earn it through rewards, whether it's conquest or territory wars or through the store. And I could save up, you know, a little bit a week after a week after a week. And then set two comes out and I can put those resources on. I was promptly shot down by someone that did read the post. Thank you uh, to uh, the playbook <laughs> who then got back in touch with me and said, oh, no, no, you, 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 you can't do that when set two comes out which will be what 20 that you know 20 to 30 days you, you'll need to farm for a whole new bunch of materials so instead of so while you're while you're still trying to finish off set one that's going to cost you and then the set two ones come out and you've got to pay so and then three's going to come out and you're going to need different resources that cost crystals or shard currency or ally points in all so it's just yeah but yeah, i mean it's great set one, way of doing it set one dismantles into set four materials five into six six uh or uh two into five two two to three five into, three into six three into six yeah but you're only going to get a little bit you're not going to get it all yeah. back um, you're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna get it all back because ob obviously you're not gonna get it all back because they want you to spend money. You know they want you to throw. You know your money on the fire. Well, effectively, here, let's let's talk about the money really quick. Fredo, um, and, and let me make sure I get the name right. Fredish, Fredish from the guild Luscious Lobots posted on Facebook, and I and I talked with them for a moment, and it was it, it was a fun discussion. I want to read his post to you. Datacrons could be good, full stop. They could save the game. CG will probably get it all wrong, but hear me out. This is his, his words. The need to make money. So far, those that money has been from people that want to compete and people that want to collect. His idea depends on who spends. And of course, he does. He said he admits that he didn't have the data. What if competitive players of all GPs spend? What if collectors spend until they have the squads they want? Datacrons let competitive players spend at all levels to win. The larger the, they whale, the more competitive they are. That, I mean, we, we know this, right? Yeah. yeah, we know that, yeah. Free-to-play people must still be able to win with skill if Datacrons are to succeed, of course, because, uh, but this is a mobile game. If CG does Datacrons right and eases the gear crunch, then collectors, mid-game, and noobs alike would be able to be more free to play 
while all levels of competitive players can spend to support the community. The easy gear gets everyone to the cash cow, which will be Datacrons more quickly. The fact that, you know, if Datacrons are going to become the new cash cow, they have to ease that gear crunch. I fully, fully agreed with Fredish here. I, you know, when I read it, I'm like, damn right. And I had to comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and and it goes back to you know, I'm I'm free to play, right? No, so, uh, I'm, are I'm you really? So yeah, I know, I, I I know it's hard to believe. I know it's it's a I very very tough, you know, I tough pill. You know, after all this time, you finally after all this time, I finally come out as free to play. Um. So, uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> go so on. I'm, I'm I'm looking at all of this, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm screwed. I'm I'm like really really screwed, um, and it, it it's kind of you know this 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 is potentially the the straw that breaks the camel's back. I am a gnat's hair mm. away from quitting the game, um, just being done with you know just being done with it. I ain't gonna you know I I ain't gonna make content about Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes anymore. I ain't gonna have multiple accounts. Um, I, you know, I might, I mean, I'll probably leave the app. I'll leave all of the guilds and all of that crap. I'll probably leave the app on my phone because I, you know, I'd like to open it up and, and see what's happening and spin your um, characters uh, uh, every, uh, you know, and spin my characters. Um, but in the, uh, you know, um, so, so what I'm, what I'm planning on doing is I have three accounts. I, I've already informed the guild that my, uh, baby is on that's five about five four five five i've already informed them that i am 100 percent definitely quitting that account and that they can boot me out of the guild whenever they want so my plan is thus the baby account isn't getting any data cons it's not getting any i'm not putting any data cons on it at all it's in a rhodium i want to see how effective an account is in gac with zero data cons okay then there's my main account. My main account is 7 mil GP. Um, the plan for that is to have get, get data cons. I, I'm not going to have the resources really. So I, what, 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 you know, scraps I get in order to upgrade, you know, so like, for example, I've only got the materials to take one of the data crons to level two. I, I don't have the materials to do anything else yet. So I, on my main account, I'm going to get data crons. I'm going to use them. And what scraps I get to upgrade them, I will I will apply, and then I'll apply them to squads. You're gonna need and to then, do conquest, Neil. No, no, I, no, I'm I still I don't give a shit about conquest. They're, they're not for you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna be pushed. I, I my, my my the scrap like like I said, the scraps I get will be probably from territory wars and from the weekly store. Okay, so I'll get I I will get stuff from the weekly store, and I will get stuff from territory. Well, that's why I'm saying scraps. Okay. And then there's my big old 7.8 mil GP account. That one I'm going to, I will actively farm for, uh, uh, or that one I'm going to actively farm for um, the, the the materials needed in order to upgrade data, data cons so that I can, you know, test them. So I'm going to have three accounts, one with none, one with the bare minimum, and one that I'm going to actively go for. I'm going to give it one three that's going to free to play whale. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's free. Yeah, basically, it's free to, free to free to play. So I will, you know, actively go for the. Uh, I will actively go, you know, for for all of the various different right. bits and pieces. Um, but three, but uh, you it, were saying it, three months. Yeah, three months. 
So I'm going to give it. Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, like, uh, like, like Zareth. I mean, Zareth did a Zareth did a really, really good video a couple of days ago. I, I'd urge and recommend everybody to go and watch it. He is not for datacrons. He's not. You know, he doesn't like them. He stated that, you know, a couple of people are getting mixed up because he's talking about them. They think he somehow supports them. He doesn't, um, but he does make the legitimate point that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We need to, uh, you know, and that's why I'm doing this test. I'm doing this test so that I can objectively observe what happens with an account in Erodium that's got none, two accounts in Kyber, one that's just doing the bare minimum and one that's actively farming. Because despite all three accounts being in different locations and different divisions, my average is pretty much the same. You know, I either go five, seven, six, six, or seven, five. I mean, I have had a couple of months of eight fours, but I average about six, six across but all three you're accounts. Also, you're also an above average player. You know the counters quite well yourself. Yeah. So, so the eight uh, four I'm, is so, understandable. So the, yeah. So the test is going to be, you know, let's how, how, does it, you know, how does it affect an account's competitiveness in GAC without them, with them barely, and with them, um, you know, this is not right. a whale system. So it's, you, you said know, three months, all though. free to play. You yeah, said three, three months. Three months. Yeah. You, so I need to... I, I, will, I will make a decision as to whether or not I think it's worth staying in the game after three months. So three full sets of that, you know, so there's going to be... Because uh, obviously we've had the set one, we'll get the next set in twenty, and then we'll get the set after that in what you know at the sixty-day mark. So by the end of that three-month period, we'll have three different sets. So you know, by then we'll we will potentially have uh, you know the the, the Erodium account will be competing against somebody that has a full squad okay. on defense with Datacrons. My, my main account will be a full set of datacrons against a full set of probably better datacrons. And then the, the other account will be a full set, you know, a full de defensive layout with datacrons that have been upgraded to a certain degree against someone else that's probably had them upgraded to a certain degree. I want to see objectively what each level looks like and does it make a massive difference to the competitiveness right. of it? You have to give it the full, you have to give it the absolute full month of that third set neil i'm just gonna throw that out there all right so you're saying i'd have to go 120 days instead of 90 no 30 30 30 yeah three months yeah september 30th is a friday right okay so we'll know then yeah so, we'll, we'll know by then september 30th will either be Neil continuing the podcast or he joins Scotty in an airlock on his own volition. Yeah. I mean, you could bring me back to talk about other stuff. I I, I know we, I could, but uh, you know, but, I, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, but, but, but regarding star Wars galaxy of heroes, it'll be sayonara. I, I am just making this dead clear. Yeah. To, oh yeah. To not just our listeners, but it's now documented for Capital Games. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the come on, let's be honest. It's not going to make any difference to Capital Games. I'm small fry, you know. 
I, I am I am not even a blip on their radar, you know. Um, With all the work we've done for them, I don't think so. You're selling no, yourself I'm, short. I, no, no, it's not. No, it, I'm not. I'm, I don't even, you know, I don't even, I don't even register on their radar. I mean, come on. When, when was the last time I got a response from an email? I, I stopped. I gave up emailing Eric, CG Eric, because I never got responses from him on emails anymore. Sure, you know, Doja and Crumb have always been. Um, they've always been there. <laughs> uh, they've always been good, and they've always been, uh, you know, accommodating. And I've had a, you know, a couple of messages back. Um, we're resp- responding to stuff um, from um, from uh, Meathead, but yeah. I am small fry, you know. I mean, w- whether I'm making content or not, it's, it's something like that is not going to register on CG, you know. It, it's not, you know. I'm, I'm as far as CG is concerned, I'm a nobody. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll 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 see. Like I said, I mean, I'll I'll need to find somebody. I'll probably you know I'm I'm not just going to give it all, you know. I'm not just going to delete it. I mean, if somebody wants like a, a training account or a messing around <laughs> account, I'm, I'm sure we can find somebody that I can, um, uh, uh, someone I can, you know, hand them off to. Hey, do you want, you know, this account's been playing for X. But Neil, time. that's against Toss. Yeah, that, that is. I mean, that obviously that is a game. But since I won't be playing anymore, do you think I really give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I won't care. All right. But like I said, I need to be objective. I just, I just want to, you know, I want to, uh, you know, like 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 Zareth said, you d- don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, I, I want to try and be as objective about it. I mean, if I get to the end of that three months and there's no difference whatsoever, right? Um, I'll look at that and think, yay, brilliant. Uh, you know, and I'll I'll think which of the three options was the most convenient. You know, yeah, going going down the non-exit. I mean, if I uh, going down the just don't bother with them. Uh, you know, going down the bare minimum or, you know, going, you know, going down the farm one, right. you know, so we'll, we'll see what my result, you know, and I'll keep a tally of the results month after month after month, you know, the nine rounds from the first, the mm-hmm. nine rounds from the second and the nine rounds from the third. But you do have to go another, at least one more nine rounds because you so got to finish you want, out want, grand arena yeah, center. You, so I, I see what you mean. So not so 20. So you want, so but, We'll so, figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. We, we are 36 late. rounds. We're go- I'm going to go 36 rounds on each of these three accounts. We are and late. Then I will, make a, I will make a decision based <laughs> on objective observations after those 36 rounds. We are late. Coming up oh. in just a moment. Uh, after story time with Uncle Thad. Uh, Bob, did we get any, anything uh, before, we, uh, before we throw, uh, before we turn you off for the guest? Nope, you did well. All right. All right. Good job, guys. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to be talking to Free88, the Hall's main bouncer, right here on the Escape Podcast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool, Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth 
and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Poloons, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. Cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Potawans, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Uncle Thad. Since we didn't get a chance to talk last week, I felt like it would be a good time to revisit the Rogue One series. Specifically, I want to talk about Admiral Radis and see where he fits into canon. Admiral Radis was a Mon Calamari leader born 65 years before the Battle of Yavin native son to Mon Calamari, and fiercely loyal to his people, Radis served as mayor to the city Nistilium and also played a role in his home world's planetary defense force. It was his position as a member of the defense force and his former role as mayor that allowed him to provide the rebel alliance with its first capital ships. In 18 BBY, during an Imperial blockade, Radis faced off against an Imperial Star Destroyer Sovereign and none other than Moff Tarkin. Now, he wasn't Grand Moff, he was just Moff at the time, but still, he was Tarkin. During the battle, Radis attempted to break through the blockade with five Star Cruisers and a series of smaller ships from the Moncala Mercantile Fleet. His efforts failed, however, and Radis was forced to flee with only three ships and a series of city ships. Of these city ships was the Profundity, the first Moncala ship to be fully converted and act as a Rebel Alliance warship. Radis was officially the first Mon Calamari officer to join the Rebellion. He was an admiral in the fleet and thought to be a vital component of the Rebel military. Even Moff Tarkin recognized his military strategy as one that needed to be respected. As a Mon Cala, one of the things that made Admiral Radis such an effective Starfleet commander was the warfare of his home planet. Because much of the Mon Calamari warfare takes place underwater, its people were prepared to take on an opponent from any direction. Arguably, it was this coupled with his drive to deal a devastating blow to the Empire that made him such an effective influence at the Battle of Scarif. During the battle, Radis ended up sacrificing himself and his capital ship, the Profundity, to ensure the Death Star schematics could be transmitted from the planetary surface. But 
by ramming his ship into the Scarif's planetary shield gate, effectively destroying it and the profundity. Radis ensured the rebellion had the tools it needed to defeat the Empire. And with that, let's take a look at Admiral Radis's kit in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and see how it lines up with what we know about the rebel hero from canon. Admiral Radis is a brilliant tactician who supports his allies by dispelling debuffs, giving buffs, and allowing his allies to complete their mission in a timely fashion. Radis's basic ability grants the weakest ally protection up, which I think is fitting. Radis was a hero. He inspired those around him to greatness. Also, his actions at Scarif protected many of his weaker allies from danger. Not Bodhi Rook or anything. Or really anyone from the Rogue One crew. They they all died. Nor eventually the Bothans. A lot of those guys died as well. But, you know, others who were weak. Radis's first special ability introduces Spark of Rebellion. This gives his allies more offense, more speed, more health, and more protection. Most importantly, it stops Empire allies from being able to revive. I love this part of the ability as it would be hard to survive after having a spaceship crash into you. His second special ability is an AoE attack that dispels debuffs from the light side allies and can deal some pretty powerful damage to his enemies. Radis is a Rogue One leader and therefore his leadership ability does some powerful buffs to the Rogue One faction. One of the things that I love about this is that since they have been brought in, the Rogue One sub-faction hasn't really had much love. They've seen some, you know, heyday, some time in the sun, but not a whole lot. Radis provides that love, and he provides that love hard. Now, Radis's only unique ability provides a new mechanic called Hope. This ability revives all allies, giving them 100% health, protection and having them deal true damage to all enemies plus like a, a slew of other things this ability can really turn the tide of battle which radis himself clearly did well that's it for me folks stay tuned for next week's episode of story time with uncle thad on the escape podcast for kids Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod 
podcast. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention, attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's incoming transmission time. So, Paul, why don't you introduce our guest to the audience? Well, I I am honored to make this introduction. If you do not know this person, you're going to after this. They are one of Urzatron's, not one of, the, the number one moderator for our friend Urzatron. They have been in Urza's War Room. They are a, a amazing mod. They're from Maryland. And Fear the Turtle, because he graduated from the Terrapin University itself. And, and also, another fun fact is that for the past three and a half years, he's never, he's, he has never touched a drop of alcohol. But for the past three and a half years... He hasn't even touched soda. Pure water going into this guy. If you don't like him, he's going to put you on a skiff and send you to the Sarlacc. But you promised <laughs> oh, yeah. me you promised me you were leaving that thing at home. I am not an accomplice. Ladies and gentlemen, free 88. How's it going, gentlemen? I did leave the skiff out in the outer rim. It is not here. Everybody can exhale. Everybody's safe tonight. All right. Nobody's getting carbonite to the face today. Excellent. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. All right, Nev. I mean, you, you got you. Both of you were. Uh, you well, had we, some we, we, good. We kinda, we, you had some good we things. We were talking. <laughs> we've been talking. You know, we. we I mean, you, you used to. I mean, you know, we, we know Urza doesn't do the GAC. He doesn't do the swagger anymore. But obviously, you still do do the swagger. You still right. swagger. <laughs> Urza may I not do, swagger yeah. anymore, but you know, free you still swagger. And we were talking about you know GAC. Um, what are your thoughts? You know, because you, you've been there since you know gac's you know inception yeah. before you know you, you like me we we were doing it and we were streaming it um, before it was even gac before the c came along and it was just ga yeah. you know urza started doing it um and oh, then God, the money. i liked uh, you know <laughs> oh you know urza, urza started doing it on you i mean i started streaming on youtube you know urza was doing it. i thought this looks like a lot of fun and it's something that we can do every week as opposed to waiting for a Thrawn event or a Yoda event or an R2 event because that's the way it used to be before Grand Arena came along um the the the, uh, the primary things that would be streamed would be you know the legendary events and maybe sometimes people would do um a territory battle not territory war but territory battle then Grand Arena came along and Urza started doing it um and about a month later um I stole the timer that he used <laughs> <laughs> and I started doing it. And then, you know, the, then then mobile started doing it. Then everybody bloody started doing it. But, you know, you, you were there when Urza. So having been with uh, and doing Grand Arena for, you know, for so long, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Datacons and um, where they are going to, uh, you know, where they're going to put GAC in the big scheme of the game? Yeah, they're definitely concerning to me. Um, I mean, to me, the only reason to really play this game, aside from the community at this point, is Grand Arena. I mean, I would have quit yeah, years ago right if there was no Grand Arena. So anything that has the potential to mess with the integrity of Grand Arena is problematic, in my opinion. So I try to stay positive because, uh, like when Relics were announced, 
that scared the bleep out of me, right? Like I, I did not like that. I thought it was going to be a problem. You ask me now, I think relics are great. Now R9 is a problem because if you're not in a top tier guild, you're screwed. And then of course people talk about, you know, R10 being on the horizon. Hopefully that's not the case. But generally speaking, I think relics have been better for this game. They've, you know, allowed you to use characters that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to use. So I'm hoping we'll be able to look back a year from now, two years from now, whatever it is, and say Datacrons are a good thing. They feel different than relics or gear, though, right? And I think that's the problem. Um, so they're very concerning. I'm obviously not you know, walking away from the game. I'm not flipping tables over in frustration, um, but I am concerned. And, you know, it, it's going to be one of those things where only time will tell and maybe it will help some people. I, I think the theory crafting will be nice, um, but there's a lot of potential issues there. So I'm concerned to say the least. Here's the problem with Datacrons and the theory crafting, as, as you say. Yeah, I mean, you can theory craft using a Datacron but the Datacron that you have is not the same as the other guys. 100%. Yeah. That's the problem with theory crafting with Datacrons. But but no, but, but Paul, but that, that, that can't be true. That would create an imbalance. And 12 months ago, CG said that they weren't going to do that. So, so I'm, I'm sorry, I, I think you're lying. You know, I mean, I can see it with my own eyes. I mean, you could see it with your eyes free, but Paul must be lying because that's what CG told us last Paul year. Paul wouldn't lie to us, would he? Paul would never Paul. lie. Paul. Paul. In this situation, no, I wouldn't lie. <laughs> oh, then, then I guess it's CG that lied to us about wanting to, you know, create balance. Because, I mean, w w I mean, would you agree? Would you disagree, Free, that this, this is going to create massive imbalances within GAC. Uh, I mean, we, we, yes, I mean, granted, there is that. We, we do have imbalances um, regarding matchmaking, but we all knew that that was going to happen at the start. Yeah. Uh, I, I was one of those people that said, you know, as time progresses, you know, that the, the mismatches would become the exception to the rule and not the rule itself. And that, you know, 12 months down the line, the exception to the rule would become more and more and more exceptional as the win-loss ratio became bigger. You know, you clocked up more wins, more losses, and the matchmaking got closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. Yeah. Um, so that, yes, there is that minor imbalance at the moment, but that's an imbalance in who your opponent is. Um, you could have a balanced match, right? And here's the kicker. You could get a balanced match but you could have bad or datacrons that don't work because you don't have the right relic characters and your opponent could because here's the kicker and it's something that I haven't talked about with Paul. I haven't talked about with anybody. How will datacons affect matchmaking? It, it won't. won't. It, it, it won't because it's purely on a win-loss. Yeah, it's purely on a win-loss record. So in, indirectly, it'll impact matchmaking, right? Because generally, people with better datacrons will win a little more than they would have before, so they'll climb the rankings, and the flip side would be accurate. People with worse datacrons will fall a little bit, and obviously, that's going to indirectly impact matchmaking, but it's not like they're taken into you know a formula or an algorithm that decides this person faces this person. There's nothing accounting for that. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying, it's throwing um, an externality into it, whereas the matchmaking is based purely off the skill rating and the win-loss ratio. Uh, and that skill rating and win-loss ratio is, you know, what for, for X amount of months now, we've been slowly building it up so that, you know, the exceptions, more exceptions are happening and it's supposed to even out and even out and even out and even out. And now they've thrown in something else that's again going to, you know, that's going to take time and it's going to throw off the matchmaking again. It's um, always going yeah. to throw off the matchmaking because it's rotational. Yes. Because and some the RNG, people... The RNG nature of, you know, you, 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 you might get no datacrons in set one. You might get absolute crap datacrons in set one, right? So for that month of GAC, you're like, crap, you know, you finish 5-7. And then next month, set two comes out, and you might get two incredible datacrons that you can put on two of your GLs, and you go 10 and 2. And then set three comes out, and you're back to crap. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Neil, I'm also you know, going to point this out. Your roster doesn't look like mine. I yeah. have certain factions built up because I like those certain factions. You have certain factions built up. You went after, you know, Mara Jade right away. Mm, By the way, Mara. Free, did you hear that he got a 330 pull? Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, live That's on the stuff of legend right there. Mm. Now, the question is, how many pulls were you in before you got the 330? Five. Five. Yeah, take that ten times out of ten. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I so, simped on her so hard. So, so here's I the thing: fault though. you for that. If if Mara was not required for uh, if Star Killer wasn't a thing, okay, I wouldn't probably put anything into Mara. But then a data cron comes along that says, "Hey, look, you know, we're we're gonna have Mara be able to." Uh, you know, assassinate every single other character if you get this to to Cron 9. And Neil will go after that. And I'll sit there and I'll go, I'm good. Yeah. So roster also, they're going to look at, mark my words, Mob yeah, Enforcer well, uh, is you getting just, is getting a cron, okay? Yeah, you yeah. you just you just you just mentioned something there that's also very important. The whole Star Killer thing. The, the 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 omicrons, you know the omicron, the omicrons for Star Killer were uh, you know not for three doesn't doesn't matter for three v three doesn't matter for three v three but for five v five you you need you're gonna have him and two two dark side, uh, but in order for him to perform as intended as the kit was created, you're gonna be having light side and dark side on the squad. Datacrons don't take that into account. It doesn't, you know, it's only going to work. It's, you know, that 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 level three of a datacron only works for all light side or all dark side. You know, the whole plug and play nature of mixing and matching. It's, it, you know, datacron, you know, one of the beautiful things about this was, um, you know, especially when it comes to theory crafters and you, you'll have watched, you'll have modded for them and you'll have seen that sometimes you throw a dark side in there with a light or sometimes you'll throw a light side in there with a dark. Those teams that perform very, very specific functions, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to do it? You, you're probably not going to do it because you can't put a datacron on that squad, but it was, you know, so you use it for something specific that team on defense now has a datacron on it, and you've just wasted your entire 
you know, a, you know, a week or two weeks worth of resources prepping that squad for a very specific function and that specific function no longer works a bit like the way when we had the great nerf and it you know that when the nerf happened last year people spent a lot of time effort and resources making very specific off meta counters you know because it's like right i don't have this gl yet i know what i'll do i'll make the off meta counter so i've got a counter and then i'll go do my gl and it's like yeah no we're taking that away from you okay so we're talking GAC, and we don't want to run out of time with free here to talk about Bonsai Buddy. No, I'm sorry, Grand Arena Buddy. If you know mm-hmm. what Bonsai yeah. Buddy is, remember to take your uh, pain medication tonight. <laughs> Grand Arena Buddy is a new bot, in a way, for Grand Arena, brought to you by... Tool. It's a new tool. It's a new tool brought to Ooh, you by Grand Arena... Uh, I I know all about dealing with tools. Grand Arena <laughs> Science is who puts out Grand Arena Buddy. What what am I signing up for when I when I go to the link in the description and, and sign up to be a tester for this? Yeah. So Grand Arena Buddy is literally designed to be your buddy. Um, it's created to help you. Uh, the biggest thing we're going to advertise it as is a time saver. Um, cause obviously we've been playing this game for how many years, five years, six years, I don't know how long it's been. And we know how heavy of a time investment Swigo is, right? If you want to be good at this game, I'm not even talking upper echelon, but if you just want to be good at this game, you have to spend quite a bit of time not playing the game, but watching YouTube videos to learn a counter, watching streamers to see what they're doing. Um, I mean, you have to check swigo.gg stats. You have to mess with your mods, get your turn order right. You got a no kill order on opposing teams. Uh, There's a lot that goes into being good at this game. Um, And I mean, the meta is constantly shifting, right? It's not like you learn one counter one time, you know how to beat this one team, and then you're good for the rest of your Swigo career, right? Uh, Because people mod characters differently to stop a certain counter or new mar- marquees come into the game. So the meta is always shifting. You can't just learn one counter one time and be set. Uh, so the time investment in, Swig- in, in Swigo is very real. And what Grand Arena Buddy is really designed to do um, is to cut out some of that time that you're spending scouting your opponents, planning your strategy, all that good stuff. I mean, time's the most valuable resource we have, right? Um, and everybody would love to have more time to spend, whether it's on a hobby with a significant other, with their kids, whatever it is, it's streaming, right? Putting time and effort into your stream. So Grand Arena Buddy is basically going to hold your hand through the entire Grand Arena process. <laughs> it'll scout, it'll plan, it'll make recommendations. How How is uh, it scouting? So... It's going to take a screenshot. Well, you can take a screenshot of your roster at any time. So basically, if you suddenly take a character to green thir- gear 13, if you change your mods, you can tell to take a new screenshot of your roster. But when your GAC bracket is formed, it's going to take a screenshot of every other player's roster in that bracket. And you know, like the hotbot compares, of course, and all that good stuff. It's basically going to do a similar thing um, where you'll be able to see your opponent has the stats, this many GLs, this many 60 mods, whatever it is. Do you, so be able do to, you have your own API for this or are you using 
dot help or something. Um, you're going to get into technical stuff that goes over my head. Okay. Um, <laughs> but- we, we do have some stuff of our own, but we're also integrated. So swigo.gg, God bless them. Um, Sep we're, is, we're, we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're getting a lot of help from them. Um, they are the glue sure. that holds the community together. Yeah. The, the data co- legend. The, the data side of the community. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I know a lot of our data is being pulled from them. Um, so basically that's where information is going to come from. Gotcha. And so Grand Arena Buddy will take snapshots of your roster, your opponent's rosters. You'll be able to look at them side by side, all that good stuff. But it's also going to look at like their GAC history, your GAC history. And it's going to be able to make recommendations as far as what you should set on defense, what you should use against this team, what you should use against that team, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's it's not going to be like specifically use this against this team and this against this team, but it's going to give you recommendations, which are based off the swigo.gg numbers. Uh, basically like these teams have the best win percentages. Um, you can also set it to go off like average banners. If you're looking to be as efficient as possible. Here's, and then here's go the ahead. thing though. Datacrons are going to flip this up. I think. Um. TBD, right? Uh, right. It's certainly possible. The, I think, counter to that would be we're about to go into madness, right? We have no idea what this world is going to look like with Datacrons. So hopefully Grand Arena Buddy will be able to provide some stability as we're trying to drive through this storm, right? I can't tell Please. you what Datacrons are going to do. I can't tell you how much it's going to change things. The good news is counters are based off of kits, right? Uh, Treya yes. counters Mon Mothma because of what their how their kits read. Datacrons aren't specifically going to change those kits. So, you know, hopefully it's not going to completely change the landscape. I mean, if Datacrons get to that point where they're changing the fundamental counters that we've known for years, um, yikes. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be to that extent, uh, but certainly it's going to mean this team no longer counters that team. Um, so yeah, it's going to change things, but obviously we're willing to be flexible and adapt and change with the data crons. We've known we were going to have to do that anyway, because I, I mentioned it earlier that the meta is always shifting yeah. a counter that worked two years ago might not work today. So we're obviously constantly going to be updating our stuff. Um, and I think data crons is just going to be incorporated into that. Excellent. And, um, how long do you think the, uh, um, the beta is going to last. So for season 28, this upcoming season, for sure, um, we are starting testing on the 20th, which is when season 28 begins. We are starting with just a small group of testers. Um, basically Yay. just to, it's, yes, sir, you are in it. Everybody know I am one of them. Yeah. You're <laughs> one of the chosen. Um, I'm one of the chosen. How, how many more spots are available? Because, you know, we're, we're going to be putting this out there in the ether. Yeah. Are you going to so, randomly draw or are you going to go, are you going to look at the accounts? So I'll say this. Um, I was overwhelmed with the response once we put out our looking for testers announcement. Uh, we got over a hundred responses on the Google form in less than 24 hours, which I wasn't expecting. I thought altogether we might end up with between 50 and a hundred people being interested. <laughs> um, so the, the feedback was fantastic. And that's such a good feeling, right? Because when you put, you guys as streamers know this, when you put time and effort and energy into something, creating something, 
and then there's positive feedback to it. People are excited for it. People are, you know, asking you questions about it and showing love for it. This is a perfect example here, right? Like I'm on the stream because you guys are gracious enough to have me on. So seeing that positive feedback is a fantastic feeling, but getting back to answer your question, um, we've pretty much already picked the first group of testers that are going to start on the 20th. Um, but we are going to bring in tons more over literally over a hundred more in the coming days and weeks after that. Okay. Um, I don't know the specific days we're going to bring everybody in, but my guess is for week two. So the 27th, we're going to bring in a whole bunch more, maybe the whole slew. If we feel like we're in a good enough place after the first group of testers. Stress test it, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a lot of work getting to this point and now it's been a lot of work getting everything ready for the beta testers. But I mean, this is, this is why we're here, right? This is what we live for. It's very exciting. Have you personally played with this yet in actual practice? Yes and no. So I've not had the opportunity to actually use it during a live GAC. And that's part of the issue we've run into is we've had these two weeks off in certain parts of Grand Arena Buddy, we can only test when GAC is live. So I mentioned how Grand Arena Buddy will um, take a snapshot of basically your entire bracket, and that's pulled from GG. There's no brackets on Swigo.gg right now. So there's certain aspects of Grand Arena Buddy we haven't been able to test. Um, so I, I actually can pull it up right over here. Obviously, you guys won't see this, but I've got it on my computer on this side. Um, I've been in it. It's... Uh, it's a little arousing. I, it's very fun. Um, but I've not actually been able to apply it to a live GAC. So along with that first group of testers that we've got um, selected, I'm going to be right there with all you guys and starting right on the 20th with using this thing and applying it to see how it does. So we, we, this will be in the show notes um, on YouTube. It'll be in the show notes that are on uh, your many, many podcast networks that we're on. And also, it's in the chat if you're re-watching this replay on Twitch. Speaking of Twitch, you are, as we mentioned, a Twitch moderator, and you were a YouTube moderator as well, of our very, very good friend. And I think he was even our first guest or one of the first three guests that we had on, on the Escape podcast. He was known as Urzatron back then. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're one of his moderators, but today is special. Why is today so freaking special for Urz? Today is a very special day. It is his birthday, and I will point out it is his 43rd birthday. So if you happen to see him, make sure you mention how old he's getting. Um, it, it is his birthday. We I was obviously over there for a little bit before I hopped in here, and it was popping off. And I mean, that's that's the beauty of this community, right, is so many people showing love. People that sometimes you haven't seen for months or even a year plus that don't even play the game anymore coming in and showing the love. So it's a special day. It's a fun time over there. And I appreciate you guys making that shout out. Well, uh, uh, we're, we're going to put it this way. Why don't you let, uh, remind him to make sure that those floodgates are open because we're going to raid Urzatron in honor of his birthday. Yeah. We're going to send all the listeners over there. Um, thank you guys. So do that. Anything, uh, before we, before we, you know, before you, you get back on the skiff and it's in the parking lot, I yeah. saw it. You lied to me. Before you jump back over, yeah. before you jump back on that, is there anything that you want to uh, share with the audience or, uh, or anything? Just thanks to you guys. Uh, I know we sort of jumped into things. I didn't even take a minute to thank you guys for having me on. Um, but I've sort of alluded to it a few times. This is 
this is what this community is, right? I mean, I know you guys, I've watched you guys a few times. You may have known my name because I've done a few voice acting and stuff, whatnot for you guys. Um, but like, we don't have some super close relationship where you guys felt obligated to have me on. You guys were gracious enough to offer and now I'm here. And so thank you very much to you guys. I mean, this is literally why we play this game and this is why we're all here. So thank you guys. You guys are absolute legends. If we see somebody with something fun or we see a new streamer, mm -hmm. we want to let everyone know. So we like that. That hit me in the feels, man. Yeah. So, uh, you guys, Neil, you guys deserve all the love. That's for sure. Neil, anything else before we uh, hit the break? No, no. Let's get him get. Let's get uh, let let him get off. He's got other uh, duties. All right. Give him forty three spankings for me free. We'll be right back it. after the latest shocking episode of Dickie and the Noob right here on the Escape Pod Cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with additional features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Padawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com, slash the escape pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. Why do I feel heavier than I did when I powered down for the night? Well, don't freak out, noob. I had Yarmo install a multiverse drive on your motherboard. A multiverse drive? This is madness. What exactly is a multiverse drive? It's really cool. It allows you to open portals into different realities. And why would I want to do that? Look, we were commissioned to bring in Hondo. Our Hondo seems to be nowhere to be found, so all we need is to find a reality where Hondo isn't missing. And boom, we've got him. That may seem logical, but I have seen enough movies to know that messing with the multiverse never turns out as expected. This is going to turn out bad. Nonsense. We find Hondo, we lure him in, toss him through the portal, and that's it. Bob's your uncle. First off, Bob is not my uncle. He is a formless AE, a nobod. Don't use that term, noob. They prefer the term bodily deprived. Anyhow, time to put this thing to the test. Okay, but 
Let the record show I am totally against this. How do I activate this thing? Well, you just need to say the activation code and we should wind up in a different reality. And what exactly is the activation code? Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula? Vicky, this is bad. We are going to get eaten alive by these great dragons. Say the code, quick! Scott Bakula! Scott Bakula! Whoa, man. I really thought we were goners there. That was close. Whoa, Vicky, you are even meatbaggier than usual. And your head, it's not flapping. Yeah, I do feel kind of different, but I gotta admit, this feels kind of cool. No, no, no. The last thing I need is more meat on you people. Stop back, you look. Oh, good. You're back. This, this world seems kind of normal now. Oh, wow. You're a noob also. I never knew they made more. Uh, uh-oh. I'm pretty sure you are not supposed to interact with your other selves. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a time travel thing. I don't think we need to worry. Hi! Are you another noob? What's your friend's name? This is Dicky. Do you not have a Dicky? A Dicky? No, I don't have a Dicky. Uh, at least not that I know of. What, what is this? It's a human companion. You know, a meat bag. Oh, uh, a meat bag. Yes, I have one of those. His name is Hellenix. So, you didn't kill Hellenix? Kill me? Noob, are you planning on turning against me? N trying to kill me? I don't know what this guy is talking about. I swear! You swear? I'll swear. If you even think about trying anything, why I'll, I'll, I'll gut your circuits, mister. It is against my programming to hurt humans. You know what? I'm not even gonna risk it. This has been a long time coming, buster. I'm removing all your weaponry. But, but that would leave me defenseless? Noob, with the logic programming you have saved to your hard drive, you're already defenseless. Still, I can't risk it. Dicky, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's go. Good to see you though, Helly. Scott Pecula! So, before we begin, you wanna tell me? Who was that guy? He's part of your secret plan to terminate me, isn't he? Um, no, not really. I don't even... What the hell? Scott Bakula, it worked for him! Well, that was weird. Are you okay, noob? Are you feeling confused by seeing Hellenix again? Not as confused as I am about the fact that we are now made out of blocks. Whoa, we are. This is pretty different. Yeah, do I even have any circuits? Hey, cool, a Pinky Worker droid. I can't wait to tell Pace. Hey there, I'm Dicky, and this is my droid noob. I'm Ron Freemaker. Your droid is so cool. <laughs> I like this brick bag. Hey, Rowan, uh, do you know somebody by the name of Hondo Onaka by any chance? I do. I know exactly where to find him. Seriously? Can you bring us to him? Follow me! Will our heroes finally find Hondo Onaka? Tune in next time on Dickie and the Noob. In August, because July's episode of Dickie and the Noob will be preempted by our annual celebration of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the Swaggies. That's right, tune in to the third segment for awards every week in the month of July. And make sure to join the Escape Podcast Discord 
for your chance to vote on your favorites for the 2022 Swaggy Awards, which this year will be hosted by none other than The Noob. Oh, great. Meatbags celebrating their meatbag games. Joy, are you really sure you want me hosting this thing? You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back, ladies and gents. It's the end of the show. Patrons' choice. We got some questions, Paul. We actually do have some questions, but I have to thank Excellent. Free for dropping five gift subs uh, before he took off. And Cass, uh, during the interview, gifted 100 uh, bits. And then Cascade has just also done another 100 bits. If in the next three minutes we get anything 100 or whatnot, we will have another hype train going. That will be uh, that would be amazing. That would um, be lovely. It would be lovely. And uh, we'll stay on for however long the hype train goes if we do end up getting a hype train. Um if it rolls over our normal time, but we're still going to Raiders. Uh, all we got is Zaz uh, questions. And mm-hmm. uh, I know you like the Zaz questions. Yeah. His first question is top three superhero movies. Um, oh, okay. Top three superhero movies. Deadpool. Cause that was just awesome. <laughs> Uh, so I would go Deadpool, um, Blade. You got Blade in yours too. <laughs> um, who would be my third? Uh, I'll 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 give mine. I'll go I'll go um I'll go um uh I'll go uh, uh with um Infinity War. Okay. Because that's, that's good, because that encompasses, like, lots of them. <laughs> For me, Thor Ragnarok was right up there. It's not number one. That goes to Blade. But number two, and I say this as a superhero movie, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Not really a superhero movie, though, is it? I mean, it's great, don't get me wrong, it's a great film. I mean, I he, had, pow- I he awesome. had video game powers. That's just he yeah, had that, that's yeah that's just edgar wright being good at what he does you know that is just edgar wright being good at what he does you know um but still yeah excellent you know really 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 good i mean you're not gonna say you know it's bad in any way shape or form because it's it's a cracking movie right. i just we i would never have classed it as a superhero one one minute to possibly have a hype train here top three horror movies I'm going to have to think about this because I don't watch horror much. So I'll have oh, to okay. probably, uh, I'm going to say Rocky Horror Picture Show. Not a horror. Just because it's got horror in the name doesn't mean it's an actual horror. Scream. Yep, good one. And um, I don't know, Blade? <laughs> We see. I see. Here's the thing. I I think your your top your top horror should be films that genuinely scared the bejesus out of you the first time you watched it. So I mean, there's two easy ones there for me. Would be uh, uh, um, um, there's two there's two easy ones there for me. Uh, one would be um, uh, one would be um, oh, what is it? Uh, the thing, definitely. 
Um, Car- you know, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing from from eight. Beautiful. First time I watched that, scared the absolute crap out of me. Um, the, the music just made it great. Um, uh, second one would be an American Werewolf in London because the first time I watched that movie, I didn't finish it. You were scared of Americans. No, no, it was the it was when they it, it was t- to be honest with you, I didn't get put, I didn't get an hour into it. First time I watched it, I had to when they're on the moors and you can hear the werewolf stalking them. I, I had to turn it off because I was scared shitless. The sound scared the ever loving crap out of me. So the first time I wa- it took me two attempts to watch that movie. I couldn't watch it the first time. Um, so American Werewolf in London, definitely, you know, it, it's, it's up there, you know, it's really, really up there. And, uh, the third one is kind of, it's a bit, it's kind of like a B movie actually. Um, and that is the, uh, Waxworks. All right. Uh, question for you. Zaz has two questions for you this, uh, this oh, time around. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask them back to back here. Favorite character from Red Dwarf. Lister, obviously. And how hard is it for a Brit to get a full English in America? Uh, it's actually not. I mean, there's a, there is a place. Um, uh, there's a place. I mean, it's it's quite a drive. Um, but there's an Irish shop that um, that doubles up as a, a restaurant as well, and they do uh, full English um, as best they can. They do a full English as best they can because some of the things that you would normally associate with being in a full English, Zaz, they just, like, for example, beans. Baked I was going to say, you know, Neil, they, they, what the they, hell's a full English? <laughs> a full English, it's a breakfast. It's okay. a fried breakfast. So bacon, eggs, fried bread, um, uh, baked beans, sausages. Um, I mean, you can have, most people have toast on the side. Uh, and they, they, you can have like a fried tomato or you can have, you know, boiled plum tomatoes. Um, but, you know, over here, um, it's very, very, it's very, it's very, very difficult for, for you guys to get the sausages right. It, it just is. Um, black pudding, you haven't, you guys haven't got a clue what it is. Um, and baked beans, just beans over here suck. Your, your, your baked beans just, they just ain't good enough, you know. And, well, and Heinz, you don't get me wrong. You can get Heinz baked beans over here, but they very, very difficult to get, and they're extremely expensive. You can get them from Myers, but it's like two dollars fifty for a tin. Um, you can get them at Jewel every now and then, but even then, they're still a dollar fifty. <laughs> Ray Rock says it sounds like a full lunch. It is. For- it's a lunch, but it's a but it's a, a meal consumed for either breakfast or brunch. You okay. you can because it's big, you can push it out. Uh, and have it as a brunch, but okay. then you would add, there's a few extra things that you would throw in there. If it was a brunch, you would, I mean, you, you would be, uh, if you're having it as a brunch, you'd probably go scrambled eggs as opposed to fried eggs. So, uh, and you would probably have toast as opposed to uh, fried bread. For for me, that's almost like trying to find a good breakfast taco north of Dallas. I mean, <clears throat> you you, all it is is, a very tomatoey salsa that's not like onions and all that stuff. 
a uh, thin tortilla, eggs, scrambled, and whatever you want to put in it. I like bacon. I like mm-hmm. double. I like egg double bacon breakfast tacos. Yeah, but the bre- the our bacon is very very different from what you call bacon. You 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 will you will call it Canadian ham. It's not. <laughs> so to the rest of the world, it's bacon. Your bacon is what we refer to as streaky bacon. Okay, then fine, streaky bacon. I like streaky, streaky bacon. bacon. All right. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Ramsay asks you to create the ultimate dessert. What ingredients do you use, and what would you call it? I'm not really a dessert guy, though. I, I would, I would, I would, I would probably go. I mean, I, I like um, sponge sponges. You know, I think, I think a sponge is done. That um, uh, that a sponge is is great because uh, anything complements it. So you know, you you could have um, like a a, a bunt cake, um, and if you do. Uh, the sponge with a filling and you make it moist enough, you can have it with ice cream or with cream or with custard. I mean, there's a lot of desserts where you either have to have custard, like an apple pie. I mean, apple pie in the UK, if you're having apple pie, you'd have it with custard. I mean, you guys over here will, will put cream on it or you'll have it with ice cream. In the UK, Puddings tend to be very specific, so right. certain desserts so what would you, have either custard or ice cream or cream. What are you I using, and a, what do you call it? Uh, so, uh, you know, a cherry-filled bunt cake. Um, just It's a standard sponge, but it's the additional ingredients that you add to it to keep it uh, moist. Um, sour cream. So you, you do a regular sponge cake, follow the, you know, follow the uh, in, in ingredients for it, but you add sour cream to it to um to make the hey no, sour no, no. cream it's yeah sour cream it doesn't do anything to the flavor but what it does is it retains um moisture in the cake so that you know you're not uh, you know okay. it's not dry it I'm, doesn't I'm go a, all powdery you're you're fine i'm 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 not judging for me i'm i like bananas and so i would probably do a mega banana split i would call mm-hmm. it banana bunch <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the best thing that you have seen at a theater? And he put R-E instead of E-R. So I'm allowed to do a musical. I love American Idiot, the musical. Uh, best thing I've seen in a cinema. Um, I, it's, been a, it's been a while since I've walked out of a cinema thinking, wow, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. I keep meaning to go see the Top Gun movie, but I keep getting sidetracked by something else. Um, for the past two weeks, it's been Runes of Magic. I'll be, <laughs> I, should, I should really shut the computer down. and Because the thing is, is, it's like 15 minutes away. It's a 15-minute walk to the cinema. <laughs> so I could just, you know, go for a walk. But then I think to myself, yeah, but I'm going to get there. Uh, you know, and it's going to cost me 15 bucks for popcorn and a Coke. Uh, and I, I, I usually talk myself out of it. Um, but um, I, just with, uh, I, I will say that watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show in a cinema is freaking awesome. I, I can. OK, um, because of because of the uh, because of the audience, because yes. of the audience interaction. Um, so I've, I've watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the cinema twice the first time um i didn't go fancy dress the second time i did go fancy dress 
um, and you just, ju you, you, you can't hear. I mean, it doesn't matter how loud it is. There's that much noise from the audience that, because because of all of the all of the audience participation stuff that occurs while you're watching it. That uh, it, it's his. Th there are etiquette. There there are rules of etiquette when it comes to when you're in the cinema and when you're watching what you can do, what you can't do, what you can eat, what you can right. drink, what you can, what you can't. When it comes to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, though, everything's out the window. All those everything's <laughs> out the window because everybody is there to have fun and do all of the callbacks and squirt the water pistols. I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, it's nuts, you know, going into, <laughs> yes. going into a cinema and squirt. It's brilliant. It's so much fun. So I will say Kids. from an experience point of view, the Rocky Horror Picture Show in a cinema, if you want to have fun, don't, don't uh, to anybody that's, that's never watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show, don't ever go and watch it in the cinema because you're not going to be able to sit there quietly with your drink and your popcorn and watch it. it it's going to be raucous. It's going to be loud. It's going to be noisy. But my God, it's so much fun. So, yes. And and if I, I, I'm feeling my age when I say this, but some some of the the young generation doesn't understand that yet. No, they don't. So, they, they don't get all right. it. They don't. They just don't. Let, let's try to wrap up on time here. What do you got coming up on Escape Podcast Twitch channel? Runes of Magic. I'm. I'm kind of. I mean, I'll don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll do. I will do some GAC. Um, uh, I will do some GAC when it comes back. But I, I'm. I'm not enthused. I mean, the last month when we did three v three, I think I only streamed like one round a week. Yeah, it's because because it, because I found three v three boring. I, I mean, I wasn't expecting. It. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't expecting it to be boring, but it was. And when I'm bored, I don't want to stream it. When right. I get bored with GAC, I get bored. I don't stream it. But I will try and stream some GAC. I'll probably, you know, I'll I'll definitely stream some Rooms of Magic. Um, because you know, I like to I like to do that. And uh, you and I will coordinate because I am playing. Um, I was accepted as a content creator um, for Summoner's Glory is the ah, name yes, of the game. the new game. Yes, the name of the game. Um, and they've given me a test account and given me permission to stream the test account so you could see me roll over things or you could see the game crash on me like it did today. <laughs> yeah. Right at the oh, end of the stream. If, the developers were there. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're going to put uh, uh, what, what word of advice, if you're going to put it on your tablet or your phone, make sure you have two and a half gigs of space. Yeah. Because, my God, I mean, it's more, it, it requires more space than Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes requires. And when you fire up the game, you'll understand why. You'll be like, oh, my God. The graph, you're like, yeah, okay, I kind of understand. Yeah. It, but I didn't know that initially, so I couldn't load it up. Because I'm like, you know, they were like, oh, you need two and a half. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. It is it is RuneScape meets Galaxy of Heroes, in my opinion. So, I, I'm going to give it some time this weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it some time this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be uh, we'll be doing that. And then over on Vault 37, uh, probably some more Diablo 3. So, should be fun. Okie dokie. Any... Um, yeah, so any final words before I go into the whole spiel at the end? Uh, well, just 
reminding everybody we're raising, we are raiding Urza. Okay. So when you get there, when the raid, you know, happens, um, don't forget to type in happy, happy 43rd birthday. Urza, love the escape podcast. We don't have to put love the you escape podcast, put, yeah. but but get get happy happy forty third birthday, Urza. I want everybody spamming that in chat when we do the raid, or or happy forty third bird birthday, Urza from Tepsi, from Tepsi. Yeah. yeah, as long as you get the happy birthday in there, that's all that counts. Exactly. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for uh, stopping by the show. We appreciate you. And uh, look forward to doing this again. The week off was exactly what we needed. Um, and we're back. And we're a little uh, a little miffed about these Datacrons. We'll see how long we can hold on. Until then. And I dang well mean this. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuit! Evacuate the system! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.